Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. I'm Jim. Sitting to my left is the King. We're talking about some NFL. And how do you do, you King? I'm good. I'm good. It's been a very long week, but I'm, it's ver- been I'm good. One. It's I'm, been all right. I'm good. I'm glad yours has been all right, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting all day for a Thursday night. That's it. To, uh, That's it. Talk about some NFL. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah. Here we are, though. We are here. We are, and we're going to talk about some games. But more importantly, King, we're going to talk about some uh, some storylines. Okay. I think over the last, well, the whole season, really, yep. we've been delving very deeply into the games and some play-by-play stuff. Mm-hmm. I've scrapped most of that for this week because okay. I want to ask you more questions. Right, You okay. are the king and you know, well, everything, really. Right, so okay. I'm going to delve in on some uh, talking points instead, if that's okay with yeah, you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no problem. Not that I don't like throwing things at you at the last minute. Yeah, well, this being, this being one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to take you back a week. Okay. okay. Yeah. To when the Seattle Seahawks went to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And there's not much point in talking about this game, really, because this is a bit of a foregone conclusion, wasn't it? Uh, I thought so, but um, <laughs> it was a bit... Seattle Oakford didn't. No. <laughs> the terrible name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. friend Oki, who's a Seattle fan. Okay, yeah. She thought the Cardinals were going to win this somehow just because... I mean, actually the stats don't show that Seattle have a bad record against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But the, the Seahawks have a bad record against certain divisional opponents. Okay, yeah. So I can understand why she maybe was reticent to... Uh, yeah. To she went game. on historical rather than yeah. sort of form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do we think then? Because Seattle did what they needed. Did they... Closed down Peterson and got the win. They did indeed, yeah. They did a couple of turnovers, which was key. Mm-hmm. Chance tried himself a game. He looked fantastic again. Yeah, forced to fumble, didn't he? Forced to fumble, but also the, the best play I think he made was the safety. Oh, yeah. Where he hit Peterson one yard deep in uh, in Peterson's own end zone, and you expect Peterson to be able to run over most safeties in the league, and he stopped him dead. So I thought that was just another sign that he was always a banger. He was always a big mm-hmm. guy. He mm-hmm. was a, a linebacker playing safety. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's... Um, I won't say he's dropped off. I think he took a bit of time to get back into it based on the contracts at the mm. beginning of last year. Um, but he, he looks in sort of peak form now, which is which is obviously very exciting. For and the, scary for opponents. Yes, indeed, yeah. But AP was shut down 29 yards on 21 carries. Mm-hmm. His longest run was nine yards. So... For the mathematicians out there, the eggheads, that was averaging 1.4 yards a carry. Yep. Um, apart from that, really the only one we should shout out is Larry Fitzgerald, as usual. Yeah. 10 catches, 113 yards. Pretty good. Yeah, very good. Very and good. of course, Drew Stanton, we've got to talk about some injuries because there were so many injuries this week. First of all, uh, backup quarterback Drew Stanton's down. They think he might be out for one or two weeks. Right, okay. Uh, which means... <laughs> Get there. Who do you think? Do you know who they're going to sign? No, I don't. They're looking to sign Matt Barkley for some reason. Uh, it's because he was back up there for a couple of seasons. Uh, he was there for the uh, All or Nothing series, so oh, he right. understands the um, Bruce Arians' offense. Yeah, we can't run it, but uh... um, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so what's the he point? He can't. Um, well, I guess I'm going to win the games anyway. Yeah, so. but bringing in a quarterback now who doesn't understand your offense is going to be difficult for any team. Um, yeah. Especially midway through the seasons. That's why Gase. You know, outright said he went for for Cutler because he understand understood the verbiage and and the plays, etc. But um, I, I I actually understand that move from their perspective because he was there for a couple of seasons, I believe, as as the third string. He can he can call out the interceptions before they go. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But you know, it's um, Arians runs um, a fairly complex offense uh, when 
he has weapons and a quarterback to throw the ball. But mm. it's so I I actually understand that. I know you're back into a Colin Kaepernick. Conversation. I'm not trying to talk about Kaepernick. I'm talking about why is Matt Barkley because he in un- the league? I've just said he under he uh he understands the offense. Well, you say that, so you could be wrong. I could be. <laughs> no one knows. No one knows. No. Um, other injuries, of course. CJ Proceis. Yep. One of the 50 running backs for the Seattle Seahawks. He's on IR with an ankle injury. Oh, nightmare. Yeah. Richard Sherman ruptured his Achilles and is out for the year, which yes. is the big news. Huge news. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. He made a few brilliant plays. There was one tracking back to the end zone where they said it went through the wide receiver's hands, but he actually got a hand to it himself. That was a great play. So he was, uh, he's a massive loss for the Seahawks. He's one of the lead- one of the leaders on defense. Does that... Does that do them out of the uh, the Super Bowl contention? Yeah, I, I wouldn't have put them there anyway. But um, mm. yeah, I, I I think that that categorically that puts a stamp on it. I there's, think the one there's thing, too what, many better offenses that can take advantage. Yeah, it's not there. I think right. when they're in the playoffs, it's anyone's guess because mm-hmm. they're seasoned from that perspective. But I um I don't think offensively they are capable of scoring enough points. Um, whereas their defense is is still fantastic. But yeah, the loss of someone like Sherman. Uh, is it's the reputation more than anything else, isn't it? It is. It, it is, and he, you know, we touched on. I think it was last week where we said he took away one side of the field, and he's mm-hmm. still capable of doing that. Um, you know, there's a few other young guns that have come in and and really shown their elite and and probably are top draw. But Sherman's still a top five cornerback in this league, so he's yeah. um, that's that's huge. For it's also the leadership thing. Chances of coming back to form is going to help. It it will sort of alleviate some of the pressure there. But mm-hmm. um, having someone of that caliber gone in such a key position is is horrific for any team. Yeah. And uh, also Matt Barkley might be happy to hear that left tackle DJ Humphreys mm. is out for three months with a dislocated kneecap. Yeah, he's... So that's going to be fun. That will be. He's not been fantastic, um, to be honest. He's not one of those real elite... It's not like losing Joe Thomas. No. Um, or, you know, Texans losing sort of Brown. Uh, but it's... Still, uh, it's a, you know he's a starting left tackle in the league, so mm. he's, he's obviously a, he's of a certain caliber. So that's going to be difficult. We touched on on at the start of the season how difficult it or how impressed we were with Watson without having a his starting left tackle. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that just shows a, a quarterback who I I think we both agree isn't on the same caliber as Deshaun Watson. No, in in Barkley, uh, it's probably <laughs> it's probably going to be more of an impact for him. So yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about left tackles. I'm sure later on in the game, because mm-hmm. uh, or lack of left tackle, left tackles even. Yep. Uh, the only good bit of news for Cardinal fans really was that David Johnson uh, posted a video on Instagram of him or on Insta of him uh, out of a cast <laughs> on his wrist. Okay. <laughs> you tutting? Is he on? <laughs> is he out for the year or not? Um. Well, he's on IR still, so I don't know if he's shut down for the entire year. But it was just promising to see that he's uh, making yeah, progress. I would, if I was the Cardinals. What? It's a write-off season. Why oh. Why risk him? No, well, exactly. Frankly, that's what I well, would if do. your job's on the line. Really? <laughs> if your job's on the line? <laughs> no. You don't think so? No. I think that that shows that you're thinking more about the team moving forward than oh, yeah. your job being on the line. I think <laughs> if you can have those conversations behind closed doors, I absolutely think that he can, uh, he can justify that move. All right. Let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. So, let's go on to Sunday. Yep. Uh, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Good win for them. It was a tight game against the Cincinnati Bengals, but they did come out twenty-four to twenty winners. Uh, there was a seven-yard touchdown pass to Demarco Murray with thirty-six seconds left. Uh, got the win for them. This is the best start now for the Titans since two thousand eight. 
So, That's amazing. I didn't realise it was... I, I suppose they've always, the last couple of seasons, they've always been competitive, but they've lost quite a lot of games. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, okay, that's interesting. Well, good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, that just shows. This is why I know you always take the the mick out of me for wanting what? my team to stop to stop sort of winning games that frankly they shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but the Titans are a, are a prime example of a team. You know, the Raiders we touched on as well previously uh, are two teams that have invested well within the draft, and um, they've got their franchise quarterback. They've got the, they've got their quarterback. They've got their left tackle. Yeah, they've uh, then then they've gone out in free agency and picked up some some key signings. You know, Demarco Murray's been great. He has. So they've um, yeah. That that's that's how you build a team and, I think and how was, you can be successful. I think this is the first week where Derek Henry though got more touches and yards than Demarco in the season. So uh, when Demarco's played, yeah, because yeah. last couple of weeks he's been nicked up, hasn't he? So he's yeah, not... yeah. So when they've both been on the field, yeah, yeah, something like... yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time though, there's. A few causes of concern for the Titans in the secondary because AJ Green had five catches for 115 yards in the touchdown Brandon LaFell the ex-Patriot mm-hmm. receiver who just was a decoy six catches for 95 yards in the touchdown as well on uh, 10 attempts yeah slightly distorted because AJ Green had a very long touchdown didn't it? which is why I threw in the uh, Brandon LaFell stat as well yeah. so it was not just AJ no. Green having fun against that Lef- secondary LaFell looked brilliant he looked really really fast yeah um, but is that because they made him look better than he I don't think so, no, because Adoree Jackson's rapid at corner. Um, but he's just very excitable at the moment. As he a is. Rookie, he is. And they're sticking him on offensive plays as well. Yeah, nice 15-yard carry for him there. But um, <laughs> he's he'll, he'll learn the game. He was The problem we've got with a lot of these guys, there's some real polished athletes, like Sir Jalen Ramsey, yeah, yeah. and Marshawn Lattimore that come through. Uh, and that middle tier of those, those elite corners get taken early doors. Mm-hmm. We saw that with those two guys. Yeah. But the the next tier down or sort of the back end of the first round what you tend to see is guys that look great on film in college but aren't necessarily as polished they just they rely a lot on their athleticism right because they play for someone like SC to use Dory Jackson's example mm-hmm. you're playing for one of the most prestigious colleges with the best players and not always against colleges that have the same budget that have yeah, yeah, you know yeah. and uh, the same level of coaching so you can get away with a lot more there so mm-hmm. I, I you kind of ex- I certainly expect it at cornerback I think it's I think it's one of the hardest it's the top two hardest positions to come in and start uh, and make a difference it's only the real elite guys that, that do that immediately so yeah. I'm not overly worried about that um, but they do turn the ball over the Titans they've it's mm. mainly Bayard but they, Bayard. Um, they do they do turn it over <laughs> two lost fumbles for Dalton on that point there so yeah, one of them just he just was playing volleyball mm. there's a there's a Bengal I want to talk about though okay King and I talked about him before. Okay. Von- you know who I'm talking about. Vontez. Vontez Perfect. Yeah. All right. He can't help himself. Okay. He uh, He's in line to be fined $30,387, which is the NFL minimum fine for a first offense for contact with an official. But he doesn't help himself and the, the coaches don't help him either. The team don't help him. Some of the teammates said that he's been picked on by officials and... Yeah. Um, well... He shouldn't be in the league. Why should he not be in the league? Colin Kaepernick should be in the league, right? But Vontez Perfect doesn't play football anymore. He's just there to injure people. Yeah. No. He used to be talented, 
and he's got he's become a parody of himself now. He's he was always like this, Jim. We've had this conversation. He went. He's un- worse now. He went undrafted because everyone knew he was a pain in the ass. He is worse now. He might be worse now, but all I d- he does now is go out to injure. At the end of a play, he is doing the afters every time. Yeah. Until he gets ejected. Yeah. So it doesn't help the Bengals because they'll never move forward with him on the team. No. And it just breathes through the entire franchise. Yeah, so I, think... I just don't think he should be. They, someone needs to step in. If the Bengals haven't got the guts to get rid of him, then someone's got. To, someone should step in and suspend him for a long time. Yeah, I. D- how, many, I how many more do we have to put up with this? I don't. I disagree with that. Frankly, I don't think uh, he's a talented player who is doesn't ha- necessarily have elite athleticism. He ran a, f- I think, a five flat forty, which for a linebacker is very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he relies on physicality and roughness, frankly, and and sometimes that oversteps and sometimes it doesn't. But I think one thing that physicality brings is is it, it's. I think it can be a catalyst for teams. I think probably we see from the outside perspective all these instances happen, and we go, "Oh my god, I can't believe they're putting up with it." Whereas what they see is that's like you know it's building camaraderie you've, you've mentioned other teammates have stepped in mm. so I think from the Bengals standpoint they're like well actually if it's not that bad if he doesn't actually go and hurt someone which I'm not going to condone but if he's if he's very close to the mark and occasionally steps over but is a leader on the team and, and brings a physicality that you need to lead your defence I understand why he's there how can you lead a team if you're not even on the pitch he is on the pitch a lot he's off the pitch more now yeah, that's and that's that's when the conversation needs to to, and to happen. That ejection but. happened two players after a late hit on Murray. Yeah, but late hits happen all the time. He was we flagged for it. It wasn't just yeah. You know, so that's fine. It wasn't just a bang bang. So that's fine. It was. It's not fine. Well, it's fine, isn't it? If yeah, but he was flagged for it. That's how the game is played, right? Yeah. So you hit the court back late, and then he was penalised. Someone needs up. to step in. This is getting beyond a joke can't now. You Step in for late hits. No, I'm talking about Vonda's perfect. <laughs> So what? This is why they're to say... Because he's the repeat offender of repeat offenders. Exactly. So you're, you're also justifying the statement that his teammates have made about the fact that you think he's picked on. Because no, it's I him don't. that does no. a late pick. You think it's... No? What, what's this analogy? How is that How is that right? Well, you're saying... You're talking about Vontes Berfer. Because it's yeah. him, you think it should be penalised... He should be penalised more. Only because he's done it too many times now. You should have a certain amount of strikes before you're out. Okay. Well, maybe... But I, I understand why he's placed for the Bengals, and I think that if you're being penalised 15 yards for late hits, then you, you've you got your comeuppance, right? That's how the, <laughs> that's how the rules are written. I'm going to move on from this, because okay. clearly you love Vontis Burfitt. Oh my god. i tell you what, i tell you what, you play him twice a year, and then see how you feel. Yeah, well, I, I'd be happy playing all he does is try and take out players. Yeah, well, don't run across the middle. <laughs> run wherever I like. Well, do that then, but he is also a... a slow linebacker who doesn't necessarily have fantastic coverage skills no so frankly I think you can pick him off you just need to avoid him that's the problem is you finish the play and he's still coming after you <laughs> he's not that late <laughs> he is he's late. not chasing he's Antonio so Brown into the bathroom he's a half so time he is yeah. <laughs> okay. I want to move on and talk about another AFC North team yep that's the Cleveland Browns who went to Detroit and lost 38-24 to mm-hmm. now this wasn't a bad game to a large extent for Cleveland they're actually in the lead for a lot of this well they were in the lead for some of it okay. Right. okay they were 10-3 up after the first quarter they were 14-7 up after the third quarter but Detroit what do what Detroit do and uh, 
they ended up with 14 points in the last quarter to get the win. So Deshaun Kaiser actually had his best game of the season. 232 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Only took one sack for three yards, which is pretty good. That's decent. Uh, he had a quarterback rating of 30, oh, sorry 73, but uh, they still didn't get the win. Isaiah Crowell got 90 yards in the touchdown. Dejon Kaiser ran for 57 yards in the touchdown. But uh, I wanted to ask you, King, now that we've got to uh, week the end of week 10 mm-hmm. and the Browns still don't have a win, Yep. Are they? Get, we did this last season. Are they getting a win this season? So they plan. Well, I thought you'd ask. Yeah. <laughs> so, here are their remaining games. So, this weekend, they're uh, at home to Jacksonville. No. Then they're at Cincinnati. No. Then they're at the Chargers, who they got the win from last year. I know. No, I don't think they'll beat us. <laughs> uh, Green Bay at home. Oh, that's a shout. You think they might beat Hunter? Yeah, I think they might do. Okay. Mm. I don't know. That's a that's a. We'll, we'll pencil that as a yeah, maybe. Pencil that as a maybe. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then they've got Baltimore coming to them. No. Then they're at Chicago. That's a maybe. Then at Pittsburgh in week seventeen. That's a no. <laughs> okay. Unless unless you guys are resting players, and then it might mm. be a yes. Maybe. So we'll put that in the maybe. We not, playing, we probably nothing, won't be able to rest any players. Yeah, that's not against the Steelers. That's that's me saying that they might be resting their starters. We won't know until week seventeen. Yeah. But so you think there are two potential winnable games there with Green Bay and mm-hmm. Chicago? Chargers, to be fair. Chargers is maybe a winnable game. <laughs> and the the Ravens as well. There's a few there for them. Okay. So it's not it's not the end of the season just yet for them. No, but they're not screaming like the the Niners were sh- were flashing. So- I know they were getting trounced, but they were flashing <laughs> bits to me that maybe go they're going to win a game. And I know we'll get to the game later. But yes, they. I was more optimistic about the Niners, despite getting <laughs> hosed by everyone winning game than I am the Browns. Okay. Okay. I also don't think Kaiser cares enough because the club thing really Ooh. annoyed me. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't look like he's leading the team. Whereas you watch someone like Bethard, mm-hmm. who isn't as talented as Kaiser, taking shots, taking shots, making runs, throwing blocks. Yeah. And the team, you can see the teams going. Well, actually, he's what we've got, and yeah. we'll absolutely rally around him. Yeah. So, um, I just, yeah, I think that's a that's a that was another thing that I think was why I was leaning more towards the Niners because I felt like there was yeah. there was more belief. He also is not getting pulled all the time like no. Kaiser's getting pulled twice a game every game yeah, but we, this week. I know we're jumping more to the San Francisco game but we're probably thinking that Garoppolo might get a chance after their bye week this week oh yeah and that's the other factor so, they they need to play him a few games because yeah. he's um, so we're expecting he's a, not to play again this year really yeah he's on a contract year so they have to play Garoppolo they need to know what they've got yeah because if not they've traded what a second round pick for nothing which they'll take or leave because they gain one in the, in the Bears trade but, but from which you know they can t- that's they can toss that up to research, but yeah. if, it was um, a shot. Absolutely, but if, if he's if he's great, they need to they need to understand that and, and yeah. either franchise him or or um, sign him to a long term. I'd understand why you'd want to, if if I was Garoppolo, what a place to go to. Yeah. They're going to have high draft picks. Yeah, they've got some weapons got, on the outside anyway. They've Gus got on, who yeah. though he's out, but yeah, yeah, they've got some weapons. They've also got Shanahan, who is one of. Besides maybe McDaniel's, ironically, who he's mm-hmm. who's come from, they're two of the young offensive minds. That I think most people think are very ex- like. I know you're not a huge fan of the New England offense, but the players they have, they haven't got elite guys on the outside until they got Cooks. 
Edelman, or Ed, they made Edelman into a, an elite guy. Gronk's not always healthy. So no. actually, besides McDaniel's, Shanahan's the guy I'd want to play with if I was a young quarterback. And mm. you live in San Francisco. Well, it's not bad. There's not a bad lot, area to, to grow up. Is there's, it? Yeah. there's a lot that there's, raise some kids. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot that's screaming to me. That's that's a great place to sign. Yeah, and little expectation as well. But I have been very impressed. Talking about the San Francisco 49ers again, very impressed with Bethard. Mm. Not as a as a backup. Oh yeah, hero. Yeah. He's, he's he's one that you could keep there for he, ten years. He's the Matt Moore of San Fran, he, I think. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He won't lose you a game. Yeah, I agree. And he'll be yeah, completely reliable. So okay, we haven't talked about Detroit. Just very quickly, Golden Tate. He's oh. making moves this year. Six catches, ninety-seven yards, and the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Eric Ebron as well. He got a touchdown on thirty-nine yards on two catches. So uh, they needed some people to step up. Tate was brilliant. Yeah, Tate was another level of uh, was another level of brilliant. He was fantastic. Yeah, um, he's always a pleasure to watch. He he might be the best number two receiver in the league. But he's a, yeah, is he a number two receiver? Marvin Jones, are we saying is number one over there? I think Jones expected to be number one when he left Cincy, but mm. I think Tate on any team is the best. He's he's a one A. He's like not yeah. quite a one, yeah, yeah, but yeah. he is so good as a two. Mm-hmm. Oh, brilliant! I love watching Tate, and he plays with such physicality as well. Yes. And he, no flags or late ball. hits. No. No. <laughs> you can do it right. You can do it right. Let's go on then to the next game. Let's see uh, the LA Chargers. Mm-hmm. They face the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars? Who did I and pick? Who did you pick? Oh, don't ask me. Oh, it doesn't matter. We'll you go for the, You picked the Jags, I think. Damn. Yeah, I'm sure you picked the Jags. Uh, this was a crazy game, as, as we should have expected. Ended up 17-20 mm-hmm. in favour of the Jags. Where uh, AJ Boyer intercepted the pass from Phil Rivers on third down in overtime and returned it to the two yard line, but this is where I got annoyed actually, King, on this play because uh, Aaron Colvin he got a, a taunting call and it pushed them all the way back, so they had to rely on Josh Lambeau, which is obviously poetic irony that he comes back and uh, and beats Gus Bradley. Yeah, and slid on his knees. Yeah, well, he was a he did used to play soccer, you know, so yeah. But it's your Football old team. Over here. It's your old. <laughs> it's your old. It's your old team. I think you need to. Don't. You're a kicker. You can. Li- you can genuinely he, be in the league for twenty years. Like, you yeah. don't burn your bridges. Yeah, but you say that. But you see a player leaves a team that he's been with for a long time, comes back against them, scores a goal, or does you know whatever, and they're all celebrating like it's the best thing ever. Not really. Not someone who's a been... lot of them do. No. A lot. I think a lot of them do. No. I, I disagree with that. A lot of them just do the whole, I don't want to celebrate and mm. run back. Some of them do. I would do that. I can think of a lot of them. That don't. Anyway, I'm not begrudging him. That was a you know real high-pressure kick and he made it. So yeah. I'm not, I don't begrudge him a celebration. I just think that as a kicker in the league, you can end up doing the rounds. So I think that I personally would have gone, maybe I'll come back here. Because maybe, <laughs> maybe when they try me out, the last thing they think about is that last-minute <laughs> kick I had, real nice. high-pressure situation. Yeah. They probably want me. Hmm. Smart me, see. That's why I'd be a kicker. I'd be like the venetary of like what <laughs> journeyman kickers that just goes around. Um, I wanted to ask you actually, King, mm-hmm. because after the game on Monday, mm-hmm. Phil Rivers self-reported for concussion protocol. Yeah. Now this isn't normal because Phil hasn't missed a start since he took over the job in two thousand and six. Yeah. From Drew Brees. He also. Played on a broken leg in yeah. the championship game. What do you reckon? Do you think he's starting this weekend? Guys, nails. Um, I don't know. 
They don't think he's starting. I, do you know what? I props to Rivers. Mm. I, we've talked a lot this about concussions. Street. We've talked a lot about concussions on this show, um, and we've we've seen Miles Garrett put himself into concussion protocol yep. a few weeks ago and got absolutely crucified in the media and and uh, well, they're wrong allegedly by teammates. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. Um, good for him. He's a young guy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely the right decision. And same for Rivers. He's yeah, he's not a, a young guy. He's not a young guy. Um, but he's he's one of the more passionate players in the league, and you can understand why he'd want to hide hide that so I think it's shown real, real maturity especially towards the end of your career not to take any risks so yeah um, I actually I've got a lot of respect for Rivers for doing that and if he if he plays fantastic he's a good player um, but if he doesn't then I'm okay with that as long as he's healthy yeah you got in line to play uh, Kellen Clemens who's mm. your number two before Cardell Jones Cardell Cardell um, give Cardell a go I would let's let's give some uh, some love to Austin Eckler shall we yeah, in a, in a game where we had Melvin Gordon versus Leonard Fournette, they both well, I didn't do much really to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Austin Eckler, two beautiful touchdowns. Yeah, if you skirted the, the line both times, and um, well, better than you'd expect from Austin Eckler. Yeah, no, he had a fantastic <laughs> game. What was it? One hundred and twenty odd yards from scrimmage. Yes, seventy-seven yards catching and uh, forty-two yards running. One hundred nineteen yards from scrimmage. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, he looked brilliant. He looked really, really good. Um, was really impressed with him. Also, like Corey Grant's fake punt. Well, do you see that for the touchdown? Was it a fifty-six yard fake punt? Yes, I did see that. Very nice. Very nice. It's the second one they've had, isn't it? They had one in Wembley as well for a touchdown. Yes. Two. Well, fa- it, yeah, it was the same play they ran in oh, Wembley. Oh, was it the same play? Yeah, <laughs> they said on the commentary that they weren't expecting. Well, they, the charge would have gone out. Oh, there's no way they're playing that one again. And they did it again. So. Yeah, no, it was a good play from them. Um, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk very briefly mm-hmm. about uh, the New York Jets, not Giants, not yet. Let's talk about the New York Jets against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was 15-10 to 10 to the Bucks, but I've really got nothing apart from that Robbie Anderson got a, a touchdown again. That's his fourth one in a row. Yeah, so I picked him up in fantasy. But as we thought, this was a terrible game. Uh, super terrible. Super terrible game and super more question marks about Jameis Winston. Yeah. For Mariota, who's fr- yeah throwing a few more interceptions, they're always I'm always going to make that comparison because they're one and two in the draft, mm-hmm. and it's really nice actually to be able to make a comparison because <laughs> normally they're miles apart. Yeah. Um, but Mariota is throwing a few more interceptions, but is much more consistent. Winston's been hugely erratic this year. He's looked more. And I sort of looked at him as as like a Roethlisberger type. He's been more Blake Bortles than he has Roethlisberger this season. Yeah, um, which is which is worrying. You'd hope he'd, he'd bounce back next season. Which is why they were saying that is he more injured than they say he is? Possibly, but if he is, get him out then. You're not winning well, enough have. games. You're they, not... they have now deactivated him for at least a few weeks. I think it is good. so good then. <laughs> good. I'm glad they. Well, Fitzpatrick got the win, so it's not all doom and gloom for the Bucks, at least at home. Yeah, Anderson though could be a breakout star. He's fantastic. He's Will Fuller on steroids. I want to see him paired with Quincy. He's not actually on steroids. I just want to caveat that that I'm not alleging that Anderson's on steroids. But (laughs) yeah, thank you for that. He's (laughs) like Will Fuller on steroids. I'm I'm looking forward to see him with uh, Quincy Anumwa next season Mm -hmm. because obviously we've been robbed of uh, of Anumwa this year. Of course, and I liked last season. Yeah, you did. Safarian Jenkins has been great as well. Yep. The ironic picture of Fitzpatrick in a Jets uniform <laughs> on the NFL website. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Is there anything else you want to say about this game? Because I re- there's there's nothing about this game to be honest. No, the only thing I I noticed throughout, I watched the extended highlights. I didn't watch the full game, but mm. everything I saw on defense for the Jets, they have a new leader, and that is a rookie, and he is fantastic. Is that the safety? The safety, Adams is fantastic. <laughs> he is he is uh, every single play. He's bigging people yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. He's going around. He's giving people an earful when they've made a bad play. He's call, you know, he's even calling. You can see him calling, um, like lineups and plays, etc. So that's um, that's hugely important for the Jets to to yeah. establish a couple of leaders because Williams as well, um, Lenny Williams. They picked up a couple of years ago, which made Sheldon Richardson disposable, who was a a Pro Bowl defensive tackle, mm-hmm. uh, is is another key addition for them. So they've got two really young players at the front and back end of the defense. That's exciting for the Jets. Let's move on to the mm-hmm. AFC North match. Uh, NFC North matchup. What am I saying? Okay, I don't know. Green Bay at Chicago, mm-hmm. where uh, this was a bit of a weird one. Not historically, but uh, the Packers managed to get a win here. This was their eighth straight win at Soldier Field, counting the playoffs, where the Packers won 23-16. to uh, Brett Hundley finally gets a win for him. He got a touchdown as well, no interceptions. Uh, Mitch Trubisky... 297 yards in the touchdown, no interceptions. Yeah, he had a good game. They both had good games statistically, um, but it was kind of mired with uh, injuries. Yeah. That's a lot of games this week. Yes. Uh, let's see, Ty Montgomery, he went out with a rib injury. Not good. And he had a Aaron Jones touchdown. Out, yeah, he did. And Aaron Jones went out before that with a sprained MCL. Oh. So that did leave the... Uh, the Packers with just Jamal Williams as their fourth round uh, draft pick out of BYU as the okay. running back. Super religious, Sam. Um, <laughs> out of Utah, yeah. No, BYU. Yeah, Brigham Youth. Yeah, yeah. But they um, suspended a basketball player for having sex with his girlfriend. Oh. So super religious. Sin. Mm. Was, so, he, was he not married to her then? No. Oh, dear. No. What are you thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. Indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not obviously not good for the for the Packers there. That's disappointing because Jones has been a real standout running back for them. Yeah, it's been and nice to see an actual running back for has them. Has been, has been for sure. Um, and you know, it's just a season marred by injuries from their from their standpoint. Jamal Williams wasn't bad in the game either. Yeah, he played well, but you need to temper some expectations because he has played other games this season mm-hmm. and hasn't done an awful lot. Uh, I think they go up against the Ravens this weekend, so that's not a good idea. Yeah, he was also, despite having a couple of decent ones, was still only averaging f- just over three yards a carry. So yeah, he, he was. Uh, yeah. You know, again, <laughs> just uh, just beware. Um, Trubisky had a great game. He had an alright game, and that's um, that's all I'm going to say about this game. Well, I want to ask you about the uh, the stupid play of the game, or stupid call of the game, okay. which was the challenge yeah. that uh, that John Fox made. Okay where Benny Cunningham was ruled out at the two-yard line when he reached for the pylon with mm-hmm. the ball. So they ruled him out at the two-yard line. John Fox challenges it, and then the ruling on the field changes to that he fumbled it out the back of the end zone. And so it goes from a first and goal at the two yeah, to a touchback. Into Packers a touchback starting to the Packers. at the 20-yard line. Yeah, Is this worse than the catch rule? Um... Why does the defense get this ball? I don't like it personally. <laughs> well, I'm glad you agree with me on that much. I don't like <laughs> it. I think it's tough 
because I don't think you can differentiate the type of fumbles. But I think if a defender chases down a, a wide receiver or a running back, etc., and punches right. the ball out from behind and it yeah. goes out the back of the end zone, they've I, done the job. I get it. Yeah, from that from that standpoint. But if you just you're trying really hard to make a play, yeah, and you do it. <laughs> the fact that it's hit the pylon has then. As far as the rules concerned, mean it's rolled all the way another ten yards out the back of the end zone, which it clearly didn't do. Well, if it hit the pylon, I do you know what? I haven't seen this play enough. If it hit the pylon mm-hmm. and he's inbounds, which means it's fumbled. He was he was falling out. He was diving out of bounds, and he's lem- he's jumped forwards, uh, and the ball is coming out of his hands, hits the pylon. But it was kind of, it was you had to really freeze frame it to see that he wasn't in control of this ball as it hit the pylon. Yeah, I and so because it hit the pylon, they say it's gone out the back of the end zone. Yeah, but I it's would. Just, it's it's too much. It's too much. When why don't they do an offensive touchback? So yeah. you go back to the twenty. Yeah, I you shouldn't. Know. You shouldn't have. We had this with um, Des Bryant, didn't we, last season in the mm-hmm. playoffs? Yeah, where it cost them because you're trying to make a touchdown, you're trying to make a play, mm-hmm. so you're just going to encourage people not to make that play. Yeah, not to do the spectacular. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Seems yeah, counterproductive you're to me. Se- yeah, you're allowing celebrations, but not allowing people to try, try and make these fantastic, yeah, these fantastic <laughs> plays. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that rule. And also, isn't it typical for John Fox to be the person that got the uh, the rough end of that one? Oh, it's just he just he can't get away from himself, can he? No, <laughs> can't get out of his own way. That's it. That's it. He's. Um, I wish we could put his face onto the podcast in audio form because it was just like, when he realised what he'd done. Oh my god, what an idiot! <laughs> It's these kind of plays, though. It wasn't that big of a win for the. They would have got a first down as well. Am I right in thinking that? Well, yeah, it was going. If he hadn't challenged it, it would have been the first down at the two. Yeah. What are you doing? What is he so, doing? Well, he's not going to have a job by the end of the season, no, anyway. I don't, so. I don't think he will. No. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. Let's go to a tanning in Buffalo, of all places. Okay. Where uh, the New Orleans Saints won forty-seven to ten. Called it. Mark Ingram, he scored his career best three touchdowns. And uh, that was the seventh straight game win for the Saints. Yep. So they shut them down on D. Yeah. And they ran all over them. Yep. It wasn't just, obviously, Mark Ingram that got in on the action. Alvin Kamara, he got two, didn't he? Uh, I believe so. Or definitely one. No, Kamara got one. He got one. So yeah, Kamara got one. Drew Brees ran in for one. Yep. Someone else got one. Someone else. Who's the other running? There's another running back. Edmonds. Yeah, the other running back for Edmonds. That's right. (laughs) Eddie Edmonds. Edmonds got one. Edward Edmonds got the other touchdown. So T Edmonds. (laughs) Soft. Teddy Edmonds. (laughs) Soft. Still Edward. Soft T. Yeah. Um, But we could talk about this game and say how bad the 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 Bills were and how good the uh, Saints were. But I want to ask you two questions. Okay. First off, let's uh, let's talk about the Saints and Drew Brees. Yes. So a lot of touchdowns. Yep. All of them running. Yep. Now this uh, this Saints team is looking pretty tasty now, going towards the uh, the postseason. Yep. But Drew Brees is thirty eight years old. He is. Yeah. Now he's a human. Yeah. He also well has as... the body of a thirteen year old boy. <laughs> the height. Yeah. The height. Yeah. <laughs> I say he's 38 years old. Yep. Ben Roethlisberger's over 35. Yep. Phil Rivers is over 35. Eli Manning's over 35. Yep. They're human, so we're not going to include Tom Brady in this conversation. No. Cause... Okay. So 
they're all being criticised in certain ways to certain differing degrees over this season. Brees isn't. Well, he is. Who by you? Yeah. For a start, no, I'm not the only one. Okay. If you look at this, right? Okay, this is a little bit disturbing. The fact that he has had a lot of wobbly balls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's been quite inaccurate on a lot of his throws. Mm-hmm. And do we think this is going to be a problem going into the postseason? No. You don't think this is going to show up? Is is Drew Brees becoming the weakest link on the team that he had to carry for a long time? Possibly. On his tiny shoulders. Possibly. Can I revert you back to a Super Bowl two years ago? <laughs> yeah. Done. Oh, That's my argument. We can't Done. just pay a manning everything, all right? That can't be the Done. answer to everything. Done. <laughs> um, no, I think I think Breeze is much better than Manning was at that point. Mm. Um, I think... Oh, yeah. He also is... And Sean Payton's one of the offensive geniuses in the league, frankly. Um, was. I still think he is. Mm. And um, you know that when he went to Alvin Kamara's pro day, he didn't watch him run the ball once. He only wanted to see if he could catch it because he knew he could run it. Right. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Genius. <laughs> um, and they've got the best one-two punch of running backs in the league. Well, they've got the best... Yeah, 100%. Your one-two punch. I need, an- I need another phrase for that. <laughs> best duo? Rushing duo? Nah, keep it the one-two. One-two punch. They've got the best one-two punch in the league. Bingo. Those two are frightening. And the best thing that they've done is draft Alvin Kamara... And get rid of Peterson. Because Peterson is good, but those two are fantastic. And yeah. having Kamara, a young guy, has put the fear of God into Me- uh, Melvin Ingram. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram. I'm thinking of Melvin Gordon. Yeah, or Melvin Mark- Ingram, your defensive end. Yeah, either one. Um, he um, He's running like a man possessed. Yeah, it's nice to see him actually trying, isn't oh, it? Oh, he's absolutely fantastic. He wasn't last season. He's hitting holes like a train yeah he gets through the first tackler every single time and he's he's just such a weapon in the red zone as well yeah um so that's brilliant to see and and they know that they rush for 300 yards this week doesn't matter if breeze <laughs> froze for 180 it doesn't <laughs> so all right so you're not concerned about drew breeze no right? because their yeah. defense has stepped up they've got playmakers at the at the back end Latmore's been fantastic he's elevated the game of everyone else Bell had a good game this week mm-hmm. I think it's Crawley's the other rookie or second year corner they've got he's fantastic as well not to Latmore's standard Latmore's in the conversation for the best in the game but yeah. Crawley's been fantastic for them helps doesn't it it does and all of a sudden now Jordan was always a, a great um, defensive lineman yes on a very poor team yeah Rankins has stepped up who mm-hmm. last year was injured, who was a first-round pick for them. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's coming together for them on both sides of the ball. Thomas is one of the most underrated receivers in the league. He yeah. had 120-odd yards. He didn't get a touchdown this week, but he's a second-year receiver. He was brilliant last year, and he's been better this year. And Snead missed the first four games and is now coming back and getting healthy. Yes. I've got no worries about the Saints. I think <laughs> they're going to be one of the toughest teams to beat. Okay. That's that right? Fine. No, that's great. I like your passion. Yeah, I'm just asking questions. I'm no, no, I agree because you've got me all fired up. Oh, let's talk about another quarterback then on the other side of the ball. Okay, Tyrod Taylor has been benched. Benchy, bench, bench. Yeah, for a, a player that we did mention in the uh, the preseason. Uh huh. Nathan Peterman. Peterman, yeah, the substitute teacher. That's right. Yep. So they're starting him. Um. Yep. Now, what do you want to know? Well. 
we've we've had discussions about Tyra Taylor before, and I think you come down slightly on one side of the fence, I come down slightly on the other side of the fence. What side are you on again? I'm on the slightly more positive side for Tyra yeah, Taylor. You I, say that he doesn't help you because he wins games. Yeah, when you prefer him to lose games. No, I, I I just think he's not an elite. He's not an elite quarterback. No. But I like they rank thirtieth in in passing this season. Yeah, it's not completely his fault. He's no, the, the, he throws the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the Sean McCoy who he has to hand the ball that, to. That should help him. No, he's handing it off. They load the box. It makes it easier to mm. throw it when you've got a good rushing offense. How Look many, at Carson Palmer. He can throw the ball all over the place when David Johnson. How many, how many in receivers the can you name for Buffalo? Huh? How many receivers can you name for Woods? Buffalo? Used to play there. Woods used to play there, yeah. <laughs> so plays, don't look at your phone. Don't I'm, look at your phone, King. I'm not looking at don't my phone. Don't do this. I'm not looking at my phone. Come on, then give me a receiver. <laughs> I mean, I can name three. They made a trade, right, this year? Yeah. Benjamin. Yeah, you got Kelvin Benjamin with his first game. All right, so what about the other weeks? Um, Sammy Watkins. No. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to think of. Awful, I'm man. trying to be funny. See, and think of old see? receivers. Yeah, well done. All right, so there, uh, there Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Yes. <laughs> Let's just look at Tyro Taylor, okay? Very, just very quickly. All right, yeah. 28 years old. Yeah, he's been playing there for two years now. Yeah, he's got 10 wins. Sorry, 19 wins and 18 losses. Yeah, 47 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. Yeah, 63% completion record. That's a percentage that's above your My 60% line. Yeah. He's run for over a thousand yards. He's got twelve rushing touchdowns. He's got the lowest interception ratio in the NFL. Yeah, in the whole history of the NFL. Okay, but he also throws for about three thousand yards a season. Yeah, yeah, not going to win it. <laughs> we just talked about Drew, Drew Brees, who it throws for consistently five thousand yards. Just seems a little bit harsh when they are still. Was it four and five? Or five and four. Mm-hmm. I'm, putting up, I'm putting up eight points a game, a big old eight points a game. Hey, a couple of weeks ago, we were very high on the Bills. I am high on the Bills. You, I just don't trust team for Taylor. a start. I mean, I, I don't know what you're talking about. My new team. <laughs> Not with Peterman. Uh, no. I um. No, I just, I don't, I, 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 he wouldn't be my starting quarterback. Taylor. Mm. Or Peterman. It seems this is a demotion, really, in terms of quality. Well, they're getting rid of him at the end of the season. 100%. Oh, yeah. Which then brings on to the final question in this kind of trifecta that I was talking about with the Jets. Yeah. Is that we've got a draft coming up next April. We and do. And there are a few quarterbacks that have been uh, banded around as being top 10. Yeah. And we've got two teams here in the Jets and the and the Bills that really need a quarterback. Yeah. Now, the fact that the Bills are just bent to Tyro Taylor is a pretty clear indication of what they're going to do. It's not. Next April. It's not. It, it, what this is, is them doing what that we touched on the Niners needing to do with Garoppolo which is seeing what they try out Peterman well when they find out he's he's trash yeah then they've got all these draft picks he's got a really good arm Peterman Um, he's just he doesn't read the game well enough I don't think no so this is really bad news for the Jets because if they were hoping that the Bills would uh, stumble on with Tyrod or someone else yeah yeah. they haven't got the the amount of draft picks to play with that the Bills have yeah the Bills were never going to keep Tyrod them making the trades last year was them outright saying to the league they're going for a quarterback next season yeah I said that on the post-draft podcast that they're <laughs> yes, drafting did, a, quarter- yeah. a quarterback next year yeah if there's um, any doubt now the Jets have got to be uh, yeah knowing their pick it's a bit like the uh, 
the Rams Eagles situation, isn't it? Where you have to pick the next quarterback, the one that's not. Available. Yeah, you know, cause that went really badly for the Eagles, didn't it? I know it worked better <laughs> for the Eagles. That's Goff's that's... had a good year though. Goff's had a good year. To be fair to him, I know. But we were slating him last. Wentz year. has had two good years. Yeah, Wentz's been brilliant. <laughs> Wentz might be the best player in, or best quarterback. In Just the saying, it doesn't help the Jets. The fact that the Bills are definitely clearing decks. No, the only thing that I actually read it about five minutes before you started the podcast that um, I'm hearing and um, Bleach Report have mentioned it, and I can't. There's another person I read it from. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry to the second person. <laughs> um, but they um, is they like Wyoming quarterback Josh Allen. Um, okay. who has massively fallen on draft boards. Yeah. So he was expected to maybe be a top 10, 15 pick. He's now, I was in the conversation with, with sort of Darnold and Rosen, um, and he's fallen away, but they, apparently they're completely enamoured by him. So, so it's Baker Mayfield now is the favourite to win the Heisman. Yeah, the Oklahoma quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um he seems like a handful, that guy. He does. I don't think he's declaring, though. I think he's staying another year. So I, I, he's not in Maybe this... Maybe that's why, yeah. He's not waiting. in this draft, cl- uh, draft class. Um, but apparently we'll the see. Jets are completely enamoured by um, Allen. Yeah. Who just... He... When he's on... Yeah. He's, he's not played fantastic this season. But when he's on, he screams. His tape is incredibly like watching Wentz's in college. Plays right. at a lower level dominates but plays because he plays with lesser receivers seems to have to force the ball a bit more mm-hmm. um, so uh, that could be exciting especially with Anderson we touched on being a, a sort of real breakout receiver for them and yeah. Safarian Jenkins and and Anunwa to come back so yeah it's um, exciting times but and apparently a good running game want... as well but our pal's doing really well this season yeah 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 apparently they want um, Allen so watch this space and um, with regards to the Bills, I think they could easily trade up to the top of the draft and have their choice. Yes. Because... Because <laughs> the Browns don't need a quarterback. Well, the the Browns need to take a quarterback. <laughs> the Browns need to take a quarterback. But, they're, well, the top of the draft being number two and have their second pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought about that. The Browns 100% are taking a quarterback this year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. We've got loads of quarterbacks to talk about. Uh... I'm going to talk very briefly about the uh, Indianapolis against Pittsburgh Steelers game. Yeah. Where the uh, the Colts were winning for the entire game until the last second when uh, old uh, Chrissy Boswell kicked the uh, winning field goal. Yeah. 20-17, to 17, the final. The reason I'm going to talk about it too much is because it was a bit like the uh, Jets-Bucks game. It wasn't that interesting a game. Certainly... A, Bit of a hair terror for a Steelers fan like myself. Yeah, it's just two boring teams playing a boring <laughs> game. <laughs> Good to see Juju. Oh, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Good to see Juju. What's his surname? Smith Schuster. Oh, there it is. I just need to say 97 slower. yards and a touchdown again. Yeah, he's a boost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving Juju. Uh, yeah, another great game for him. Uh, as, as I said before, the Steelers played down to bad teams. And that's exactly what happened this week. But the good thing about being a Steeler fan is that you have a, a quiet confidence they're going to come back in the fourth quarter and get a win. And it proved to be true. Bad news for us was that Joe Hayden went out with a fractured fibula. Oh, he's out for a while then. Five to six weeks, they were saying. Hey, It was a hairline fracture. It can't have been that bad because he was walking around after the game. Oh, right, yeah, it'd be a hairline. So, yeah. 
uh, which means that Cam Sutton is going to be the next man up. Hey, Cam Sutton? Hey. <laughs> he was our third round draft pick out of Tennessee. Oh. So we picked him before Dobbs. Oh, he sounds great because Tennessee have won no games in the last <sighs> five years in college. The football. only reason Sutton hasn't been playing at the moment you haven't heard of him is because he aggravated a hamstring injury in his last preseason game against mm. the Panthers. Carrying bags to the game. So, <laughs> wind up merchant. You wait and see. Cam Sutton's not bad, actually. Okay. I'm quite, quite, quietly not, confident about this guy. Not good, though. But <laughs> no, see, I'd not... rather have Joe Hayden there, just considering what Joe Hayden's done since he came in. Oh, Joe Hayden is a perennial pro bowler mm. and is also, I think, in the top 25, like, four years in a row. Yeah, he's top 100 right. players. <laughs> yeah. Which is why the Browns let him go. He's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> so... But that's really it. That was the only news out of that game. Yeah, I don't really need to talk about that Another game. win for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. So we hope we're just about clinging on to first spot in the AFC. Oh, yeah, it looked a bit ropey at one point for you boys. It did look very ropey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked very ropey, but there we go. That's that's what winning teams do, King. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a team. Oh, yeah, watch out. Mm. Kicking the technology over there, King. Yeah. Let's straight. talk Let's talk about the uh, the Redskins against the Vikings. Uh huh. What a game! Yeah, the Vikings came out of this uh, thirty eight to thirty winners, mm-hmm. and I think one of the big reasons was they were eight of twelve on the third downs. And the other big reason was Thielen. <laughs> oh yeah, Adam Thielen. Yeah, he's pretty good. One hundred sixty six yards <laughs> on eight catches and a touchdown, which just stuck in his hands. Yeah, those just, sticky well, gloves. Everything stuck in his hands. <laughs> yeah. He was amazing. Well. He didn't catch four of the passes thrown at him. Ah, well, he's got Keenum. That's Frank. Case Keenum. Hey, Case Keenum was picked off on consecutive plays by uh, DJ Swearinger, so that was nice for Keenum. It was. He actually had a couple of real fantastic throws. What did you say right when Keenum came in? What? Every time we talk about Case Keenum, what? Be a gunslinger. If he scores four touchdowns, he wins. They're going to be okay. Yeah. He scored four touchdowns. Told you. Told you, sit on the bench, Teddy. (laughs) Don't get itchy feet, Teddy. Exactly, exactly. The gunslinger's in town. Wasn't it nice to see Teddy Bridgewater back on the sideline, though? Crying and stuff. Yeah, that was really cute. That was nice. Super cute, yeah. Congrats, congrats, you're back, man. Yes, good news as well for Stefan Diggs. 78 yards and a touchdown. Jarius Wright, just one catch, but he got his touchdown. Uh, But it was David Morgan the second. Mm. who uh, got his touchdown he really didn't look like he should have got that touchdown was he like an offensive lineman or something yeah <laughs> that was quite nice yeah it was good that was quite nice it was good and um, uh, not to be scoffed that was the Redskins performance as well to be no said. we need to shout out Maurice Harris mm-hmm. activated off the practice squad the week before and he caught that beauty of a touchdown yeah, he made himself a fan a favourite with a one handed diving grab 36 yards against the pylon yeah that was a be- that was just amazing. No fumbles there either. <laughs> he does not want to. He's got that NFL money now. Yes. Yeah, it was great. It but, was um, fantastic game. Twos and throws. Yeah, this Both is one you can watch over and over, isn't it? Yeah, um, offensive. De- the, don't let the score fool you. The defenses were were great on both sides as well. They made some plays, so mm. it was um, yeah, really exciting game. What is the difference for the Vikings this season from last season? Because they fell away so badly last year after a good start. Yeah. They're not falling away yet, King. No, they're not, no. The defence is, is actually, frankly, stepped up, um, which is which is great for them. They've just 
got some real experienced players that are used to playing with each other. Um, they give you creative looks on defense. Anthony Barr, we, we've touched on, would be a fifteen to twenty sack a season guy if he just was told to rush the passer. Yeah. Um, instead, he drops into coverage. He plays zone. He's he's just you need to know where he is at all times. Smiths, I think this season he doesn't Harrison. have the, he doesn't have the um, interceptions that everyone else has. Um, well, not everyone else, but the likes of Hyde and, <laughs> and Bayard have. But he. Um, Rock, I, think, I think he's been the best safety in the league so far or certainly the most consistent um, and Everson Griffin's just a, a, he just dominates the line of scrimmage so all that, all three phases they've they've got difference makers and offensively now and the, the most diff- expensive cornerback haven't they in the league uh, what Xavier Rhodes yeah and the <laughs> fastest yeah. <laughs> he was clocked at the fastest time last season yep um, the difference is they've got a quarterback who wants to go out there and win games Bridgewater- oh not Sam Bradford no, <laughs> Bridgewater was a is a bit of a is a he's not a game manager. That's selling him short, but he's he's a well he's a game manager. He's a bit of a, <laughs> he's a, bit of a game manager. Oh come on! No, he just looks he looks gun shy. Looks he he looks gun shy to me. And Bradford was the same. Bradford played a couple of games and then realized he could rely on his defense. And then when teams started to make plays, which is you playing in the NFL these are elite yeah, guys yeah. is inevitably going to happen mm-hmm. uh, he he again he looked gun shy he, just moved the ball backwards yeah that's all he was doing whereas now you've got a guy who who doesn't mind throwing back to back interceptions because <laughs> he's going to he's going to throw DJ Swearinger yeah he's going to throw four touchdowns he's just going to yeah. have a go he's going to keep you in the game He'll, he's got nothing to lose nope and do, do you know what he will play smart 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 right we're behind or we're getting close let me just cu- chuck a couple of bombs to Thielen, who apparently is always open. <laughs> always. Like, I get he's white. I get yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I I get it. Is he the next Julian Edelman? No. <laughs> is he better than Julian Edelman? No. Ooh. No. I think they're different receivers. Edelman's more <laughs> of a slot guy. Thielen's just an all-round receiver. Um, so he's better? No. So he's all-round, whereas Edelman's... Uh, Specialist. It's pick your point. I think they're both as good as each other, frankly. <laughs> hey, I um, I, I personally, I I take either, but <laughs> they um, feelings just can't. I just like they don't notice him. Ghosts into he's the back foot. Is that what you said? He's not bodied up, is he? He's tall, no. a bit. He's he's not the tall. Rel- relatively tall, relatively skinny. Yeah. It's like they think a fan's just run on, <laughs> and then he catches. They're like, oh yeah, sorry. Forgot, but no, he's like covering you. He's, I yeah, you were covering him. He's been brilliant, and Diggs obviously is, is is great as well. So yes, they've got some real weapons on both sides. So Latavius Murray had the touchdown as well. Let's not forget him coming in for Dalvin. Dalvin. Dalvin, who was great at the start of this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Murray's Murray's not a bad backup to have. <laughs> no, it could that, be worse. What was it? Two seasons, thousand yard rusher. So he's yeah, um, yeah. He's he's bought decent pedigree with him. Let's move on for sure. Let's move on. LA Rams, mm-hmm. they beat the Houston Texans thirty-three to seven, which is no achievement anymore. Uh, Lamar Miller, though, had seventy-four yards from scrimmage, which is pretty good for him. But Todd Gurley had one hundred thirty-six yards from scrimmage. Yep. So that was better. It was better. <laughs> um, Tom Savage got another touchdown, which is nice for him. But he did throw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Goff, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Good game. Very good game. Robert Woods who you talked about. He ran all the way from Buffalo to LA for this game. Yeah, and then kept running. 171 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, he was great. 
some bad news on injury fronts. Uh, Will Fuller injured his ribs. That was a cracked rib, I think, as well. So he's out for a few few weeks. And safety, Lamarcus Joyner. Uh, he was out in the first half. But um, injuries happen. Injuries do happen, especially in week ten. For show they happen. Um, Rams are great. I just couldn't help saying how much of a shame this whole game was. The fact that it wasn't competitive. And it would have been with if we'd had Deshaun Watson there. Yeah. Yeah. And two two of the most disruptive, big, not necessarily like, uh, Watt's fast, but he's not Von Miller fast. No. He's he's a finesse power guy. He's just like Terminator, guy. isn't he? He just like yeah. keeps coming. He's just a finesse power guy. Like, um, so, f- you know, um, finesse as in he's just got so many moves in his locker mm-hmm. and he's just so strong. But I would have loved to see him and Aaron Donald line up against each other on opposing sides um, not actually against each other but <laughs> I know what you both mean. defensive linemen playing for the other team yeah. so you can have the better game and then also two two young quarterbacks who um, you know have got something to prove this year so yeah, that would have been great it would have been a fantastic game so that was a that was a real shame but you can't take away from the Rams performance they were brilliant well um, it was a slow start actually King let's, let's have it right the first half mm-hmm it was only 9-7 for the Rams. It was 21 points in the third quarter that, that stretched them away. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, the, that's a lot to do with the Texans' defense. They turned up. It's just there's, some... there's no real off. Apart, I mean, okay, DeAndre Hopkins got 111 yards, but this is DeAndre Hopkins. That's what he does. That's what he do. It's what you do, boy. Yeah. Um, well, they got a good defense, the Texans. Yeah. Yeah. And they got DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. But... It's not the same anymore. They've lost all impetus on offense, and it's just such a shame to watch. It is. When they had a quarterback, he was always throwing four touchdowns. Yeah. Every week, he was throwing four touchdowns. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to talk about that game anymore, King. It's too depressing. Well, I just want to say shout-out to Gurley. had a great game. Yep. Shout-out to Goff, Goff, who played brilliantly. 350 yards, over 60% completion, and and what was it, three touchdowns, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, he was great. We've still got got some games to talk about here, dude. Don't care. Aaron Donald as well. He's been brilliant. Let's wrap it up. up. (laughs) I want to talk about a sizzler. Mm -hmm. Not really. This was the Atlanta Falcons against the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Here's another team. Finally. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott had to serve a suspension king. Yeah, that that just changed the game. Yeah. That was it. Killed the game. That was it. Uh, Although it was, again, relatively close to the first half. So... uh, Dallas were in the lead. It was a uh, Dak Prescott running in touchdown to make it seven three in the first quarter. Falcons got their touchdown before half time, and then they kind of stretched out. So Dallas didn't score another point after that. That first uh, touchdown, mm-hmm. which is never good, especially when they got Dan. They missed Dan Bailey, but they really miss now. Is he Elliott? Yeah, which is so weird because they've still got like Alfred Morris there, who's not a terrible running back. Yeah, and but the line's not any different. No, no, but he's not Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, he's not. He's just not Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott's one of the best two or three running backs in the league. Uh, you know, Alfred Morris is probably in the top thirty. Yeah, it's a big drop off. Well, Morris did uh, fifty-three yards for those who are interested. Mm-hmm. Tevin Coleman had a better, a better game for the Falcons, eighty-three yards and a touchdown. Actually, Dak Prescott was the third best runner. 43 yards sorry 42 yards and touchdown uh, I think we need to talk about some left tackles here okay 
because Tyron Smith was out of the game with back and groin injuries. Yeah, and a, apparently Adrian Claiborne was playing left tackle for <laughs> for the for, for the Cowboys because he kept he kept running around the edge and and touching. <laughs> Adrian, yeah, Adrian Cleveland had his way with Chaz Green, who's the third year starter. Sorry, third year player, not yeah, third he year starter. starter. Third year player. Um, yeah, he also forced two fumbles. Was uh, it Adrian. five sacks? Am it I was six. His... He got six sacks. And Is he two... leading the league now in sacks because of one game? No, 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 <laughs> no. It's not that. Not quite that bad. Uh, Adrian Cleveland. Let's just say it, two forced fumbles. Mm-hmm. Uh, one he recovered, and he got two uh, six sacks. Okay. So, yeah, that was a very good game for Adrian Claiborne. He was a first-round pick, Claiborne. He was. But for the Bucks. Yeah, this this was a one-off game for him. He's, he averages four or five sacks a season. Yeah. So he hit his yearly bonus in one game yeah. for sacks. He was the one who suffered... Do you remember... Sorry to go off on a bit of a tangent. He was the one who got assessed at the combine because he had one arm shorter than the other arm. Oh, is that him? Mm-hmm. Ah. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot who that was. That was so. him. Ah, there you go. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to talk about the game, though. No, nope, move on. I don't want to move on too much. I want to talk about Jarrell William. Uh, sorry, Jarrell Wayne okay. Jones, okay, senior. Because uh, not everything happens on the pitch. No, and uh, Jarrell Jones is Jerry to his friends, such as me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's in some hot water. This boy. Why? I don't know if you've been uh, following the story. Well, he's trying to get rid of. He doesn't he's, want. He's been trying Goodell to, to resign. He's been trying to stall Goodell's contract extension. Yep. You don't play with another man's money. All right. That's just an unwritten rule. He's earned a lot of money. For, with billionaires. They don't like having their, their purse uh, played with. So Goodell's not a billionaire. He is. Is he? By now, he must be. No, surely not. It's tough to well, be a multi, billionaire. Multi, multi millionaire. Yeah. I'm sure he'll suffer with just being a multi millionaire. Yeah. Um, but I think the the thing that they're throwing at the moment is that other NFL owners are trying to say that he's bringing the game into disrepute. Okay. Because they are trying to find out if he lent on, is it Papa John's CEO, John Schnatter, or whatever his name is? Isn't to... it Papa John? <laughs> no, it's John Schnatter. Okay. Uh, you know when he came out and said that the NFL not stopping protesting was hurting his uh, pizza sales? No. Yeah, a few. Oh my god! So a few weeks ago, yeah, when the protests were happening, John yeah. Schnatter came on TV and <laughs> went, "Oh, this is really bad. You know, the NFL should step in because it's hurting TV revenue, which is hurting my pizza sponsorship, and people aren't buying my pizza." And so now they're trying to say that Jerry Jones is very close friends with John Schnatter, lent on Schnatter to release that to try and uh, help his cause. Okay. And if they can find that, then there are rules to being a, an NFL owner. The worst of which is uh, being forced to relinquish your hold on the franchise. They're never going to do that. And they're never going to do that. I'm telling you what the worst case scenario is. Okay. okay. What's the more realistic You could never scenario? get rid of Jerry Jones. Okay. He's been there since, what was it, 89? They've won three Super Bowls with him. Yeah. And that's the most... Uh, it's the richest franchise isn't it it's 4.8 billion I think that, that yeah. team's worth he's also the most recognisable owner in the yeah. league but the reason they're doing it the other owners are obviously doing this is to try and strip him of draft picks he's notoriously bad at picking players <laughs> well he picked Elliot 
Yeah, well, that's a good pick. But <laughs> they picked Prescott fourth round. Yeah, that was pure luck. <laughs> yeah, it was pure luck, but they still did it. Yeah. So that's the only thing I think they're they're trying to do is they're just trying to milk some uh, draft picks off mm-hmm. the Cowboys. Okay. I don't think they actually want to get rid of him. No. And they're hoping he's just going to calm down because he has been threatened to sue the NFL over the Ezekiel suspension. I don't think that. I, I don't think it will get to that point. I think he's well within his rights. If he doesn't feel the commissioner's doing his job correctly, then he doesn't feel the commissioner's doing his job correctly. If you can't yeah. if you can't vocalise that, what's the point in a being an owner? Like I don't. Why you know why have public figures as owners? Make, make you have turn the league around and say they have to be silent partners. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. If you can't, if you're an owner of a franchise that you invest millions and millions of pounds a season, and you can't say, actually, I don't feel this guy's doing his his job correctly. Well, he has. I've got a player saying... who every week can't practice and then can play on the weekend. He's been saying that because he, he, he can say that. But what they're what they're trying to insinuate is that he's been doing a bit of afters, and this is a bit under the table stuff that's been going on, where he's been. I don't care. Manipulating If he's stuff, talking to Popper no. Johns, I don't think that's really like <laughs> collusion to get Godot out. I don't think that's an issue. Where's my garlic bread? Exactly. He's like, oh my God. Oh, to top it all off. Well. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's all a bit silly, really. Oh, it's ridiculous. But it, is, it is kind of strangely escalating. I every, just, time, yeah. every time I look at this story, something else is happening. And they have sent a letter to him asking him to just basically sit down and shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe we've talked this much about Jerry Jones and we didn't talk much about the Texans owner being <laughs> impl- implying they were like in jail. Like yeah, prisoners. Prisoners. In of the oh. asylum, yeah. He's the tip. Well he should be kicked out. Yeah, no. He should be kicked out. Who's the uh, the basketball owner that should have been kicked? Didn't he get kicked out? Oh, what? After? The Clippers. Yeah. The Clippers owner got kicked out the other, uh, two years ago, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember his name. Really old guy. Super old guy. Oh, what was his name? I can't remember, yeah, he was super racist, wasn't he? <laughs> uh, I'm going to move on now. I've said my piece about the Jerry Jones thing. It seems all very silly. But... He did sell the franchise for a billion, though, I believe. So he, he got kicked out, but he made a billion dollars. Clippers guy, still. Clippers guy, yeah. 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 It just, yeah, it's just a bit weird to it me. It is weird. It's weird it's escalated, but I don't have an issue with him. I th- I have an issue with the fact that he's getting... Uh, you know, there, there's it's escalated because of him essentially saying he doesn't feel someone's doing this job their job correctly. Yeah, which I think a lot of people have said about Goodell over the last few years. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know why this has suddenly become a shock. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to talk about. Well, we've already talked a lot about it, but uh, the San Francisco 49ers against the New York Giants. It was the first win of the season for the 49ers, King, thirty-one to twenty-one. Yeah, congrats. at home. Yeah. Great game for CJ Bethard. Yeah, we talked about him chucking blocks, chucking balls, and yeah. running balls. So, uh, pretty decent game. So, I want to talk about the Giants. Okay. Uh, first of all, let's talk about some good things. Sterling Shepard, 11 catches, 142 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roger Lewis got a touchdown. Evan Ingram got a touchdown. Uh, need to talk about Marquise Goodwin very quickly. Great touchdown um, so soon after losing his son. Yeah, it was a, a touching moment. Actually, yeah. Um, well, obviously, yeah. it's thoughts thoughts with him and the family, and and to come out and and perform the way he did. It wasn't just that catch he had; he had a few catches that were brilliant. So, yeah, classy guy. It was, um, yeah, a real class act, and and you know, uh, it's very religious over there, and and you can imagine. You know, if, if someone is looking down, which which you hope in these instances someone is, then um, they'll be very proud of him. So, yeah, yeah. pretty nice moment. Um, and also, Garrett Selleck 
the uh, the curse of the tight end scoring against the Giants. Yeah. He uh, didn't seem to get much pressure when he ran his way all the way through to the, the touchdown. No. Um, which, of course, brings us on to the, the coach who's under more pressure than John Fox, Ben McAdoo. Yeah, he's gone at the end of the year. But they're not going to get rid of him many time soon. No, it's going to be the end, end of the season. season. It needs to be I mean, first thing. It's what is it? It's it's Black Friday, isn't it? They call it Black Monday. <laughs> it's the the Monday after week seventeen, isn't it? Yeah. So that when the, the regular season's finally finished, mm. he's um, um, he's gone as yeah, absolutely. This the these biggest str- questions is Eli gone after this? Well, quite possibly. Mm-hmm. If you were a young quarterback or a free agent quarterback. And you're not opposed to being in the spotlight, having the pressures of playing in New York. <laughs> Would you like to play with Odell Beckham and Shepard and Ingram? Mm-hmm. They sound like weapons you'd want and, to throw and to. And Eric Flowers. And Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, it's looking a bit darker. <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, yeah, I think they, they've got some weapons. Play for the Jets, to be honest. No. No. <laughs> I want to talk about Ben McAdoo because okay. he's, he was a bit of a strange pick in the first place as far as I'm concerned mm-hmm. he if you don't know he made his name as a tight end coach in Green Bay and then as a quarterback coach in Green Bay now what have we always said was one of the easiest positions in football what a quarterback coach for, for Green Manning. Bay yeah. <laughs> Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers yeah. <laughs> or he just Brett makes Barbie up plays yeah, who so, literally made up plays. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, just being the quarterback coach in Green Bay means nothing. No. And the tight end coach, the tight end in Green Bay. Can you name a good tight end they've had in the last like five, six, or seven years? I can't. I mean, Jared Cook, but he wasn't really that good. No. Jermichael Finley kept dropping everything. Yeah. So no, I can't. And then he goes over to New York as the offensive coordinator yeah. in 2014, and they do start getting a better record. And then in 2016, they give him the the reins. Yeah. So two two better seasons offensively. They went from what was it, 28th, I think, in offense to seventh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 28th highest scoring offense. Sorry, to sixth highest scoring offense in Wh- two seasons. When was this? From 2014 to 2016. When was Odo Beckham drafted? 2014. <laughs> so there's a very so there's sharp. Your, there's your answer. There's a very sharp correlation here between them drafting. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> and having a winning record on offense. Do you see where I'm going with this, King? Well, I'm glad that I saw where you were going before Thank you, you got to your point. I'm sorry for yeah, cutting no, every point. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm glad there. that I I'm worked not... it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This mystery. This mystery. So of course, when Tom Coughlin was shuffled out of the way, mm-hmm. they decided that Ben McAdoo was the natural choice to take on this young gun, offensive mind. I've, I've rarely seen a coach inspire less loyalty than Ben McAdoo mm-hmm. we've had some bad ones he's just a nothing guy isn't he but it's the way he throws him under the bus mm-hmm. he's got no problem going on the podium and blaming everyone but himself I mean you know he talks about himself but yeah then you you can't say that and then start throwing everyone else under the bus as well you either take it all yep or just don't go out there yeah yeah no I agree there's a reason why certain coaches will you know just say it's all on me blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, whatever because that's what you're supposed to say. Mm-hmm. You don't go out there and say, well, you know, I should know better. I mean, it's like, uh, there are plays we're capable of making the desire to finish wasn't consistent. This was about the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. There were some players in the ball game who need to show a consistent desire to finish better. 
that was about um, Janoris Jenkins. He, I agree. He's massively dropped off, and he doesn't show desire tackling. That's one thing I've noticed this season. So yeah. actually, he's right. But then why are you playing him? Don't yeah, not why are you playing him. Why, why are you <laughs> calling him out in the media? Have yeah. a word with him. Yeah, just say, look, actually, you're one of my leaders. I expect more from you because I know you're talented enough. And then put it, put pressure on him that way. Don't call him out in front of people. No, because that, that was that was a directly anyway. to someone asking about Janoris Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, just, oh what, who was he talking about? I don't know. It was literally, what do you think of Janoris Jenkins? You know, and then he goes, some players need to do this. And it's like, yeah, oh god. And of course, he threw Eli under the bus about uh, taking the timeout on the snap and a few weeks ago. Uh, sloppy quarterback play. Quarterback and a center need to be on the same page. There, we got to get the ball snap. Because we have a veteran quarterback who's played a lot of football, I expect us to get the ball snapped. Oh my god! Just shut up. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 got no friends. He's got no friends in that building. Nope. And outside the building as well, the fans just want his head. Yeah, I think that he's gone at the end of the season. For yeah. Sure. Fox is gone at the end of the season. Should be. Mm-hmm. And then maybe Browns. Maybe maybe Jackson's gone as well. Jackson's a weird one for me because I get rid of Aaron. I, as well. I thought that was a long-term thing. I was actually thinking about this today, King. Was whether Hugh Jackson's a better coordinator than he is a head coach? It's not a it's not a bad thing to be a good coordinator. Wade Phillips realised he was a better defensive coordinator than the head coach. Yeah, and he because might, you're a specialist in that position. He might be the best defensive coordinator in the league at the moment. Yeah, and if you're not Mike McCarthy, that's also calling plays on offense, which you shouldn't be doing. Yeah then the head coach is there just to be the overall general, just, you know, maybe to come in and say we should run this play or we should do this, but not to take too much charge of either side of the Mm -hmm. ball. Hugh Jackson's clearly got some good ideas. He did great things in in, uh, Cincinnati. He was okay in Oakland, but when you give him the head coaching job, like Oakland, for example, it was up and then it was down, and he doesn't respond too well to that head coaching job. No, I feel bad for him though because he's never actually played with a real elite quarterback. That no. I, I don't think he's had uh, the rub of the grain from that perspective. Um, but he got the most out of Dalton. Well, he he massively improved Dalton, and yeah. I, actually, I think he stagnated, if not got worse, since since Jackson's left. So yeah. I think that that shows he is um, talented from that perspective. Even in just a QB, um, whatever it's <laughs> assistant coach, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's. Um, I think he's brilliant, but I, 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 I personally would like him to be given a young quarterback who is actually talented or talented enough to lead a franchise, um, which I don't think he's got per- at the moment. We and might get uh, and see what they can do. If then. they keep him, though, if they do keep him, which I was kind of hoping they do, I hope because they do. They do, have, they do seem to have a plan. I a bit hope like they the do. 49ers, you know, they might not give him a six year contract, but. No, and they've actually drafted relatively well, um, yeah. besides missing on Wentz and. Watson, which we can critique <laughs> the, all we want. The players they picked up weren't bad players. No, no, they've got some good players and they've invested well. They made a, a good trade for Jamie Collins, who's who's now a lead leader at linebacker. Yeah. Um, Out for the season with the MCL. Yeah, that's horrific. Game, which is uh, not that's good. not but... good because he's fantastic. Yeah. And also it was like an afterplay thing, wasn't it, where he was leaning, trying to pull a guy down yeah. and he twisted his knee. So that was yeah. horrid to see. We that was on to... a touchdown. Uh, sorry, that was on an inception, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he grabbed it. So that was it. Someone else pulled him down. Mm-hmm. We've still got two games to talk about, King. That's all right. Whew. We'll have a long old one. I know. Uh, was the Sunday night game mm-hmm. another foregone conclusion? Was the New England Patriots beating the Denver Broncos forty-one to sixteen? 
But this was really about special teams taking it away for the the Patriots. Yep. They identified a weak link in the punt returner for the the Broncos, and they took full advantage. Okay. I think they scored 17 points off special teams or something. What did they have? They had a a special teams takeaway, a block punt, and a kickoff return for a touchdown in the first half. Now, it's not easy to beat the Patriots at the best of times. No. But you can't expect Brock Osweiler to go out there if your special teams are giving up that kind of... Mm -hmm. That kind of points differential. It's just it's just not gonna happen. No. Did you hear um and Romo talk about the kickers? Punters? No. Actually it wasn't in this game. Okay. It wasn't yes, in this well, game. Hear it then. Um I noticed this as well. Patriots, ever since I've been watching mm-hmm. football, so early two thousands, yeah, yeah. have only ever had left footed punters. Oh I did yes, this wasn't the broadcast saying the left left footed punter. Spin, no. Spins it the wrong way. No, so this, yeah, they mentioned it in this broadcast, but Tony Romo mentioned it, I think, last week, where he said Belichick has only ever drafted or yeah. picked left-footed <laughs> punters. It's, about to, it's another Romo calling a thing yeah, about yeah. Three, three weeks before it happens. And, um, yeah, it, it just spins the other way. So, I, And you don't practice that. You you see, what, two, three, four punts a game? Roughly, yeah. they normally change yeah, up yeah. the punt returners. Yep. So, but you see, and you see maybe see the Patriots once a year. So you get four looks at seeing the way a ball spins. Yeah. So it's, it's really clever time, this, from this Belichick. This guy's dropped a few as well, and they knew that if they got in his face, which they did do, they had a chance of, of him muffing it. Yeah. Did you see his tweet afterwards? I actually thought it was quite good. He did say he apologised, didn't he? He said it was all on him. Yeah, he said, said it was all on him, but then he, he also tweeted saying, I can actually catch punts, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which save, I think save self, it for the judge. No, but self, self-deprecation, self I'm not... That's fine. I, I actually think that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that, you know, it, it was the worst timing as well because the Broncos' defence came out, it was a free and out, it was a great start to the game, and then it just took the wind out of it. You know, certain times mm-hmm. a, a play can really swing it. Mm-hmm. Not saying that the Broncos had a chance of winning this game, just saying that it didn't help. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if there's anyone to really talk about in this game. Oh. I want to talk about Dante Hightower, first mm-hmm. of all, is on IR with a torn pec. Oh, not gas a big loss because he, he, you could see the difference when he wasn't there at the start of the season. Yeah. The other person I want to talk about was Martellus Bennett. Yes. Scumbag. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he went back to the Patriots. Scumbag. Why is he a scumbag? Because just the way he's done it. Are you? Hang on. Can I ask you one thing? Go Are on. you more annoyed about this because of what happened with the Steelers and Legarrette Blunt? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm talking about Martellus Bennett here. All right, not Legarrette Blunt, but Martellus, Martellus Bennett. Okay. Let's just timeline it very quickly. He's at the Packers, moaning about not getting enough catches. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers goes down. He moans even more about not getting any catches, decides he's going to retire at the end of the season. Then he says he's got an injury. So the Packers have had enough of his whining. This is one of those franchises, the Packers, that aren't going to put up with it. So they release him. Mm-hmm. Do you know another franchise that doesn't put up with whining? Yeah. Patriots. <laughs> they just take him on. Carry on. Yep. So what happens? Martellus Bennett goes through waivers. Now I'm pretty sure the Patriots aren't top of a waiver wire for anything. No, they're not, no. No. So he goes out to teams and says, there's no point picking me because I've got an injury. I'm done for the season. I'm retiring anyway. Lo and behold, he shows up in his old stomping ground. Yeah. Stinks. 
It stinks to me, King. I don't like it. Because, I... like you said, Gronk is rarely healthy. Yeah. Edelman is not there this season. No. Nope. So what they got? They've got Brandon Cooks. He's been great. He has. But they need more, more options. And Martellus Bennett comes in, three catches, 38 yards. It stinks. Yeah. I, I don't, don't like it. I don't care. I, I don't, don't like it. I don't care about it. You should have picked him off off waiver wires. But if he'd gone out there and said, don't pick me up because I'm injured, yeah. there needs to be an investigation. I'd be like, prove it. <laughs> Shouldergate. That's what we've got now. I mean, prove it. <laughs> if he catches the winning Super Bowl catch, that's... Uh... Who cares? He was always going to end up back there. Everyone knows. People don't pick up players they don't want to pick up. Like, they, if, if you know someone wants to sign with another team and they're going to be a pain in the backside, you don't pick them up. It's like Blunt. Blunt had a great couple of years with the Patriots. You guys signed him. He didn't try. He didn't try and complained on the sideline. And he got Bell suspended with that bloody... Oh, when they got arrested. Weed child. Yeah. Yeah. In his car. Yeah. So he got Bell... He probably tipped off the cops. He got, he got Bell suspended. <laughs> no one's going to pick him up, but the, we all knew the Patriots would. Mm. We all knew that they would. This just stinks. It doesn't stink. It it's stinks. a team that everyone wants it to... Stinks. All players want to... If you don't play for them, you hate them. And if you do end up playing for them, you re- really respect them and want to go back there. Everyone knows you go there to either win or you go there when you're a complete mess, but you can keep your mouth shut, which is important. He can't keep his mouth shut. He did at the Patriots. He said nothing but nice things at the Patriots. Look at Aqib Tlaib. He is a complete... <laughs> yeah. But at the, at the Patriots, absolutely fine. I just don't like it. I don't like it, King. Just saying. No, no. Doesn't, doesn't sit right. Just a quick shout out to Emmanuel Sanders. Mm-hmm. He got 137 yards in this game on six catches. Yeah. And Demarius Thomas got 44 yards in the touchdown, which shows the Patriots can be scored on. They are human. Just. Yeah, and they can, well, everyone knows they can score. And they scored 41 <laughs> points, though. Yes, they scored 41 <laughs> points. Yeah, some on special teams. Let's move on to the last game. Let's. Okay. This was another blowout. <laughs> and it was... The Carolina Panthers beating up on the Miami Dolphins, mm-hmm. forty-five to twenty-one, and the Panthers really played like it was two thousand fifteen. Yep, it's the first time we've seen them play like two thousand fifteen Panthers mm-hmm. since two thousand fifteen. Thoughts because uh, great what? great win for them. Yep, tinged with sadness as Curtis Samuel's out for the season with an ankle injury. He he. It, Obviously, sadness for him. We don't want, we don't like injured players. This is a podcast that does not like injured players. No, he wasn't that much of a difference maker on that offense. So, mm. what do you have? Five catches for forty odd yards this week. He also had two punt returns for over forty eight yards. Don't care. They got McCaffrey. <laughs> they do have McCaffrey, who is brilliant. Yeah, Give two the touchdowns ball more. for him. Give him the ball more. Stewart played like a downhill rusher. Finally, thank oh, God he's remembered who he yards, is. Yeah. Thank- <laughs> God. Where was he? Cam Newton remembered he's much better quarterback when he runs the ball. Yeah. And Devin Funches is loving life as number one receiver. Yeah, D Funch. D Funch killed you on fantasy this week. Uh between him and Christian McCaffrey, yeah, he made sure I lost yeah. this game. I, I know I had up by about thirty points before those two played. I know I checked. <laughs> I checked. Ow. Yeah. Shame. Couldn't believe it. Well, I oh. knew it was in for a pasting against the Dolphins. This was a complete, you know, 
foregone conclusion, mm-hmm. as we like to call it. Uh, yeah. Kenyon Drake, though, was pretty good. 82 yards and a touchdown for the Dolphins. So it wasn't the end of the world for them. No, Kenyon Drake's 21 good. points. They were scoring a touchdown every quarter uh, by the first. So Yeah, Kenyon Drake's a good running back. Alabama. Yeah, you, you shouted him out a year ago. I did shout him out a year ago. It's nice that he's actually getting a start now because yeah. it means that I did kind of know what I was talking about back then. Well. Um, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Uh, yeah. And uh, Keith Klee, another interception. He was did. brilliant again. You know, Jay Cutler will certainly give you the look. Jay he? Cutts will throw in. <laughs> it's going there. It's going there. Yeah. I'm throwing it now. <laughs> I'm about to. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask you then. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the Panthers are looking relatively good. <laughs> no, whatever the question is, no. No. You don't know what the question is? All right, go on. Their remaining games. Mm-hmm. What do we reckon for these remaining games? Oh, okay. I'm going to read them out. So they've got a bye this week. Yeah, I think so they'll win that one. I think they're okay. Okay, there's another one on it. Uh, next one is in at the Jets. Tough one. At the Saints. L- loss. Vikings at home. Loss. Packers at home. Win. Bucks at home. Win. Falcons away. Tough one. So it's an even split then, is what yeah, you said, 50-50 basically. maybe? Hmm. If they run for 300 yards, they're going to win all of those games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not expecting them to do the, what they've just done no. last week, every week. but uh, No, they're playing against better defences some, well. some good teams coming up, mm-hmm. but you think they're going to make the playoffs? I don't know what the play- to be honest mate I've, I've been so the reason we're doing this on Thursday I've been so busy I don't have a clue what the playoff picture looks like okay. so I, I don't really know where are they now How far yeah, well obviously the Saints are number one in the NFC South yeah they're going to win that but they're so. in the top six oh, they're, okay. they're in the wildcard position I believe are they cool maybe then mm. okay maybe <laughs> it's a stacked NFC South with the Falcons in there as well yeah yeah Super Bowl to not making playoffs it's looking like that that's right mm-hmm. those were all the games King yep so let's finally take a break and let's come back for part 2 and do your picks for next week shall we let's do it hey welcome back guys to part 2 of the Jim and the King Airfield podcast this is the week 10 recap show we've just recapped week 10 we have in our own waking mm-hmm. so before we talk about the week 11 picks yep we've got a recap the week 10 picks. Okay. Where you went up against my girl, Seattle, Oakfordy. <laughs> oh, you're adding a Y I'm to trying, it there. I'm trying to make it nice. I'm trying things out. Still doesn't work. No, okay. Okay, so you and Oaks is went up a, against each there, other. Is there a plug on Twitter for Seattle Oakford? Are we going to... Now you've put me on it. I have. <laughs> but I feel like since... Since you've clearly just... Well, I think... Butchered her name. Yeah, sorry. So if you want to find... If you want to... Check out our girl, that's Hokeford, so that's H Oakford. Okay. At Hokeford on Twitter. Hokeford would have been a nice a strong name. Well now you say it's it. a Twitter it's plug. Too yeah. late now. Right, yeah. so, okay, you against Hokeford. Okay. So, how did you do? Fourteen games in week ten, King. Yeah. Do you want your result or her result first? Uh I wanna know both results. <laughs> simultaneously. Nine. Each. It's the first time it's ever happened, King. What's well, a draw? You've got a draw for the first time 
ever. Wow. I feel like I morally won, though, because I picked my team. <laughs> you did. No, I didn't. I picked against mine, but she you did. didn't pick hers. <laughs> You both picked against your team, so there's no moral victory. Yeah, here. but this I always just... bash my team, and I'm assuming since uh... Seattle comes in f- is a first name, it sounds like. <laughs> I feel like it was it was a weird one because uh, yeah, you picked Seattle, she picked the cards, mm-hmm. she picked the Vikings, you picked the Skins, you picked the Niners. Sorry, she picked the Niners, you picked the Giants. Mm. Ugh. And I picked the Niners a couple of times this year as well. You have, yeah. You gave up on the, the did one I, time. Did I not pick the Vikings? No. Oh, I picked the Skins picked at the home. the Skins because it, it was a toss-up game. Oh, yeah. And it was 38-30. not bad. She picked the Dolphins, and uh, that's what made it 9-0. So, there you go. There we go. Well, congrats. Hopeford. <laughs> congrats. A tie game. Yeah. Seems disgusting in its own way to us now I don't know I'm happy with I don't the time like, don't like drawing anymore I'm happy with it um, so it's another week mm-hmm. week 11 now yep and we've got a new challenger okay this time Connor Co- Connor yeah oh nice <laughs> just a normal name no throwing team names in there this is my guy Connor who has come up uh, to challenge the king should we do a Twitter plug now so everyone knows who Connor is is Connor I'm sure is this come through Twitter it's at Connor Pigeon. At Connor Pigeon? <laughs> yeah. Pigeon like the bird pigeon. With a D. No. Oh. So not like the bird. Pidgeon. Pidgeon. Pidgeon, yeah. okay. Yeah, Connor, yeah. So the, Connor's gone up against you today, mate. Best of luck, Connor. So tonight's game, <laughs> it's Thursday, yep. is the uh, Tennessee Titans okay. against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, oh that's a really <laughs> tough game. <laughs> it is. Steelers, if they're at home. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Steelers are at home. That's a real push game, mate. They're, Titans are no slouch. They're a I good know, team. I know, but we play up to good teams. So okay. I'm hoping for a win there. And Connor's gone for the Steelers win as well. Fantastic. Good start from both of us. So, Sunday yep. afternoon. Yep. Oh, it's a Florida matchup here. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Miami Dolphins. Who wants to lose that game? Oh more? god, this is a real. This is, would have been a Stonewall Bucks at the start of this season. Yeah, but I'm going to go with the Bucks still. Going for the Bucks. And I think they've just Fitz got more Patrick. talent. I think the talent shines through. And bit of Fitz two, magic. Two bad teams. Oh, it's Fitz, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, they got a win against the Jets. Yeah, go on then, Bucks. All right, Connor's gone for the Dolphins. Okay. We've got... <laughs> oh, what a game to go out on. If he's gone the same pick as you for the rest of them, that's not the tie game you want to... The Dolphins let me down last week as well, so. <laughs> No, they didn't. Yeah. You picked the Panthers to beat the Dolphins. All right. No, the Dolphins didn't let me down. <sighs> <sighs> NFC North matchup. Detroit Lions at Chicago Bears. Lions. Soldier Field's not too uh, not too secure anymore. No, not, Con- if, jo- not if John Fox is calling <laughs> calling plays. Yeah, don't challenge that play, challenges. John. <laughs> Put that flag down. Yeah. <laughs> Connor's gone for the Lions as well. Okay. Then we've got, as we mentioned there, the Jacksonville Jaguars mm-hmm. at the Cleveland Browns. Jaguars at Browns. Jaguars. <laughs> Connor has has also gone for the Jaguars. Okay. Uh, next up, the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. At the Green Bay Packers. 
Ravens at Packers. Ravens, methinks. Ah, Connor thinks too that the Ravens would win. Okay, yep. <sighs> oh, here we go. The Arizona Cardinals yep. at the Houston Texans. Ew. <laughs> so I'm thinking. <laughs> Ew. I'm going to go so with sticky. the Texans. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Well, so is Connor. Good. Cause we ba- could come down Barclays, to a Dolphins-Bucks game. As well. B- Barclays playing. <laughs> yeah, well, potentially, yeah. Matt Barkley. Po- potentially. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> Let's look at a better game then. Okay. The LA Rams. Yep. On fire. They are on fire. At the Minnesota Vikings. Ice cold. Vikings. <laughs> oh. Connor's gone for fire over ice. He's gone for the Rams. I don't think that's a bad choice. They both they're both playing great. The only thing yeah. I'm thinking is the cold is gonna make a difference. It's... Inside the greenhouse. Yeah, exactly. Not so cold up there. Freezing. Wait, open so the, the windows. Open the windows until they get there. Oh, it gets very sweaty and condensationy in there, mate. <laughs> Trust. Just open the windows. Open the windows. Okay. <laughs> I genuinely think that this makes a difference. California teams. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll soon find out. Mm-hmm. We'll soon find out. Next up, another good game. Yep. Because it's the skins. Yep. At the Saints. Skins at the Saints. Saints. Skins like an upset. I know they like losing as well, but uh, all right. Connor's gone for the Saints as well. Mm-hmm. Can't convince you otherwise. Let's look at Nathan Peterman's Buffalo Bills. Yep. At Kellen Clemens's LA Chargers. Oh, what a rubbish game! <laughs> Why is my team involved? That's <laughs> the start of the Sunday evening games. Um, Chargers. 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 Come for the charges <laughs> as well. You always laugh at me. <laughs> yeah. Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. At Denver Broncos. Broncos, I think, are going to get oh, a win. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Again, he's gone for the Broncos. So you're trying to just make me change because you know they're the same. Well, I just can't believe you're picking the Broncos. And then you. At home against Cincinnati, yeah. Did you see the meme? The, 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 the brown coes. <laughs> <laughs> they mashed the two helmets together. It didn't take long. <laughs> New England Patriots. Yep. At the Mexico Raiders. Where's it been played? Mexico. Is it? That's why I said the Mexico Raiders. Why yeah. are the Raiders not playing at home? Well, it is a home game for them, but they're playing in uh, in Mexico. All right. Mexico City. Oh, Patriots. Carol's gone for the Patriots as well. There we go. Is right. it just one difference? I think so. Are we going to draw a record? This could be like you and uh, Punk again, couldn't it? Yeah. All right. So, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. We've got two games left, King. And I don't think we're going to get... Okay, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Should I say the other team? Yeah. At the Cowboys. Uh, Eagles. Right, okay. Still no difference. Last Last game, Monday night. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons at the Seattle Seahawks. 
Well, that's a good game. Yeah, it's a good game, but I'm guessing you're going to pick the, the team that you always pick. Where is it at? At the Seahawks. Oh, it's at the Seahawks. I was going to go with the Falcons if it was at home. So you're not? No, I'm going to go with the Falcons. You're going to go with the Falcons? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, thank you for that, because Connor's gone for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. So we've got at least two games where you've got a different Yeah, I opinion. thought I only did that because I knew you'd have gone for the Falcons. <laughs> the just to make it a bit more interesting. Oh, so you don't really believe in the uh, Falcons? I just, I, I want to see what they look like without Sherman. So That's a good point. That's the only diff- That's the only thing I remember. And without CJ Procise, don't forget CJ Procise. I don't really care about that. <laughs> but the um, that's the only thing that made me think. Right, I I, I could make a pick here that's relatively controversial because I but normally could, always go for the Seahawks. Could be the stunner. Could be on the Monday night. We think they've got some weapons out wide yeah. to lose Sherman. Julio, Julio. <laughs> please Julio, get me some points this weekend. That's it. Uh, the Panthers, the Colts, the Jets, and the Niners are all on the bye week. Mm-hmm. and that's it that's the end of the pod there we go thank you very much Connor Pigeon for putting your name in the ring yep uh, thank you to Hokeford for getting a tie against the King Hokeford's so much better we sh- you should have you should from now on from now on you should tell <laughs> I me will never, I'll never I know you want to surprise me with the uh, the, the names <laughs> yeah but it's um, yeah I think you need to yep just places and then names <laughs> If you want to challenge the king next week, then please let us know on Twitter or on uh, or by email. Yeah, for sure. At Jim and the King. Um, make sure you list the uh, subscribing. Yep. When you listen. Yeah, and comment if you like. If you don't, then yeah. don't comment. <laughs> we yeah, we can't take negative comments over here. <laughs> I'm too emotional. Yeah. Uh, but make sure you're checking out jimandtheking.com for all of our stuff on there. Until next week, guys. I've been Jim. That's been the king. And thank you so much for listening. Yeah.